It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. talking about so i completely inherited my mother's gene of terrible seamstress oh. but she's really bad so this was like i mean you know early 80s when that what is the simplicity was that the oh, brand, that was the, the brand the yeah, sewing yes yeah so she decided she was going to make my sisters and my halloween costumes oh. We didn't even make it out the door before oh they were falling, falling apart. Falling off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are pins everywhere. Oh, gosh. That's why you go buy it. Maybe yes. Uh, that was yeah. the last year yeah. she did that. Yeah. yeah. I've never been a, like an off-the-shelf costume kind of person. You it's always, always been like I always, like, I would go as like Indiana Jones and like get a oh, yeah, just get like, pretty good. Yeah, and, like brown. You know, but like and, yeah. the costume, like out of the bag, always looked. They're it looked tacky. okay on the picture, yeah. and then you'd open yeah. it up and be like, this looks awful. And then it smells yeah. like plastic. Yeah, it smells like plastic. <laughs> but we, I mean, yeah. the 80s was all about the mask. Like, right. you yeah. had the full, right. creepy, yeah. open, hold eye masks yeah. of, like, Little Orphan Annie. And yeah. Let's make it creepier than that. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, I don't know why. He's passed on now, so I can't ask him, but my granddad used to show up dressed like a ghost every year. Oh, like with, like a, with the sheet? Like a sheet? Like with a the cutout? creepy pillowcase. Oh. Like around it, I don't. I have to ask about this. I don't see many. Like, you know, a couple of years ago, I tried to do the the sheet ghost thing. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Why? the eye holes kind of slide around a little bit, yeah. and like you, stupid you, eye holes. So like, and then it's like I get really claustrophobic underneath oh, the sheet like that. So you. yeah, so yeah. Not, not not great. Gosh. So it ended up being a yeah. I'm just wearing a large sheet over top of me. So, yeah. That's hilarious. No, <laughs> just say it's a fitted sheet. And you it's a fit- fold it. Yeah. <laughs> hate fitted yeah. sheets. <laughs> Who can fold a fitted sheet? No that one. I don't. You just wad them in a ball. I just <sighs> take it off, put it in the laundry, let it dry, and then put it right put back, it right back on. Put it right back on. You have to fold it. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> not even going to fail. I'm not Here it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just. <laughs> Why do you need to fold it? I, I know. Mean, yeah. I think I posted that once, and someone's like, I can show you how to fold. I was like, no, no, no. No, no that's not what I'm asking here. You are unwelcome in my home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you start it and then you bring it together and it's like, oh, screw it. Just just roll I it up. Know. Yeah. But back in the, well, I still have some board members who iron their sheets before they put it really? on the bed. They yeah. iron them. They iron the oh. sheet. Oh. Like, so it's all crisp and. Wow. Like the corners are. Perfect and I'm like, oh, I, wow. I don't have that fancy sheet. Do you think does it really feel different though, do you think? Uh maybe emotionally. <laughs> oh, I feel so crispy. Yes, I feel so <laughs> Damn it, these sheets aren't ironed. <laughs> yes. This is oh, terrible. I slept horrible last night. It's wrinkled. <laughs> Oh my. I d- uh, yes, that's that's. Is this our be- podcast? Yeah, this is it. This is exactly how this goes. Wait, let me turn my pages of notes. Yeah. <laughs> James, board member. Did Peggy <laughs> emotional we, sheet problems? We have radio people come in that are like you know super prepared radio yeah, right, people. Right, like yeah. Ann Fisher was yeah. in oh, at one okay. point, and like she's she's like meticulous planning for everything. Yeah. And we're like, nah, from the hip is good enough. She's like she would. She's phenomenal. Yeah. She. It's funny you mention her because she was um, the guest narrator for Rocky Horror Picture Show this past weekend. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, oh, they brought wow. in a bunch of, they, a couple of radio people. Oh, that's and a cool Amber get, Cole was on it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yes. And she, we, we'd been texting a little bit and she said something along the lines of, I'm scared to death. I said, you're going to be great. Oh, wow. You're going to be great. Well, because it's out of her element? It is very much. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And okay. also that they they bring them on, I think it was only like 45 minutes before <coughs> to walk them through. Oh, oh. I mean, they okay. had kind of like a wrangler right, leading right. them. But, you know, it's like memorize this sex. This is this part. Oh, this, And because okay. it's Rocky Horror, there's so much audience yes. yelling Feedback. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and specific things that are, that are said. So I think she was really nervous about it. Wow. But... Um, she was. Really I imagine Ann Fisher did just fine. They yeah. ate her up. <laughs> oh, good. Yes, and it was good. just like post after. Post, I think Saturday. She's like, I want to get something for the cast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, nice. Nice. It's one of those. Yeah, it's scary, but 
once you get it done, it's like, okay, that's pretty cool. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Hi, Janet Chen. Hi. How are you? Okay, is this okay? Like, yeah. A little closer, know. maybe. Little. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm you did sure. it nicely. He'll just be like, <laughs> to me. No, I want to like. Well, no, you'll you'll lean back because in your I don't chair sit and then still. Like this, and then I people know. can't you hear you. Probably like duct And then I get me. emails. I'll show you. Yeah. No, you don't. Nobody emails us. If you email about that, good lord. That would be. Go away. <laughs> Go away. You You're ghost. unwelcome. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so you're a busy lady. So tell days. me what's going on with so your podcast. It's, this it's is our, like... we just celebrated today is our 50th. Oh. We put out our 50th yep. podcast today. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So it's been, and we're doing a live one tomorrow. Okay. Yep. It's yep. It That'll be... kind of crazy. And what, yeah. I'm just, what inspired <laughs> this? Well, ben. well, okay. okay. Not inspired. That's, that's you don't dumping inspire way me too at much all. credit in my lap. But I mean, like, no, I mean, like, I've known Krista. We've known each other since high school or mm. earlier than that. We can't really pinpoint you a go specific way back. time. Way back. Way back. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, no, we're and, not that old. We just, okay. And <laughs> I've always found her very entertaining. And at one point, you know, we were doing some commercials, and, and I basically said, I really think you should try doing a podcast. And she, of course, completely ignored me. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> and then she went on Dino Triple. Photos's podcast and no, he and I had spoken about okay, it because I'd yeah. I'd started thinking about yeah. it and see this is what I do yeah fucking <laughs> her phone around the room yeah, just, Ooh! <laughs> yeah. Um, no because I yeah it kind of came up again it came up again and it was like you really should and 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 because so. Dino has a successful one and he's a very yes. good friend yeah. of mine it was sort of like how do you do this do he's it. like you just do it yeah oh. yeah oh. and it's one that like. Yeah. There's a tendency with like people that kind of think about like shows anymore is like you still have to put a lot of production into it, into like, it a lot right. of thought behind it, and a lot of writing, and right. you know, in, in, uh-huh. in internet land, like everything is so soundbitey and so you yeah. know, just instantaneous. Kinda, yeah, instantaneous. Yeah, instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. it's and pot, you know, podcasts kind of work as sort of this conversation that the listener gets to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually, they weren't actually there, right, and it's right. yeah. you know, and yeah. and it's it, so it works really naturally and. You know, Kristen knows a lot of cool people. She does. So. Yes. Yeah. I know. So. I only just got to know her not yeah. even a year <laughs> ago. I know. I was thinking about Dan Stein is my, oh, he's my director for Annie Kids. Oh, that's awesome. So you can imagine yeah. how much hilarity yeah. is actually he's, happening. He's quite the <laughs> He got on the, Nobody should give that man a microphone. Oh, Let wow. me just say that. Okay. Because he's, <laughs> he he's sitting on. up in the sound booth and going, Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're really mature in a group full of yeah, 8 yeah. to 13-year-olds. Apparently, he does the greatest Kermit the Frog voice. Really? So that's how he announced oh. our break. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. We're so matured. But yeah, I was thinking about the flood, which is where we met. Yes, yeah. A year ago. Gosh, that it went even. up. It went up in February. In February. Yeah. She's yeah, peasy. And it's now up for a prize. I know. Yeah. GC. GC. Fingers crossed. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. That is really cool. It's cool. It's so cool. let's okay. let's travel back. Shall okay. We? Yes. Where are you from originally? Are you from? You're not from Columbus. I am not from Columbus. Okay. I um, grew up in Taipei, Taiwan. Okay. So many many miles. Yes. Oceans. Well, short distance. Short distance. <laughs> Twenty three hour plane flight oh from here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was born in Cincinnati. Okay. Actually. Okay. Um, but. Our family moved back to Taiwan when I was okay. seven, okay. seven years old, and which was a, a, a traumatic experience. Really? Actually. I bet. Yes. My gosh. Yeah. I, I mean, bet. imagine when you're seven. Yeah. Um, you've been through you've had some school. sort of kindergarten, yeah. Yeah. right? Like you're second, third grade at that point. I, yeah. So when we yeah. moved back, I was uh, I entered first grade. Oh, oh wow. My gosh. So, yeah. um, you know, life here was. Chicken McNuggets. It was Flintstones. Yeah. It was you know playing with the yeah. neighbors. Chicken McFlintstones. You know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, chicken McFlintstones. <laughs> Happy meal. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Um, oh, wow. And then you know, kind of being uprooted yeah. out of all of that um, right at the beginning of a new school year, and yeah. then plopped down in. A foreign country, didn't know the language. Oh, really? I was going to yeah. say. Did your parents speak it? Um, they spoke it, but, uh, you know, they didn't, they didn't really speak, speak it to us. Okay. Yeah. Um, and at the time, Taipei was still kind of what I would call almost like a third world country. Yeah. Yeah. My bus okay. stop was on a dirt road. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
when I walked to the bus stop, I would walk by chicken coops and they were cutting off chickens' heads. I mean, this is no more chicken. You know, so a lot of graphic noise and um, smells. Um, But obviously now Taipei is a big metropolitan city, so there was a lot of growth. But having said that, it was. You know, big culture shock. Oh, absolutely. For me. Sure. Yeah. When you were in Cincinnati, were you in like a suburban area or? I was. So actually, um, right not long after I was born in Cincinnati, we actually moved to Massachusetts. Okay. So okay. I spent sort of my young, <laughs> yeah, up until seven, I spent mainly in Massachusetts, where okay. I remember more yeah. friends, yeah, yeah. you know, um, neighbors, that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. So I grew up in. In Taipei, Taiwan, and um, all my family is still there. Are they really? Yep. My mom, my brother, all my extended family. Wow. Um, How old were you when you came back? So I came back to the U.S. um, for college, Um, so 18. Okay. Okay. So I pretty much grew up there. Yeah. 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 Wow. What is the schooling like there? I mean, how does it... Um, So when we moved back, um, I think, I mean, I... They say this, but my parents wanted eventually me and my brother, I have a younger brother, okay. to come back to the United States for oh. okay. for college and, yeah. and you know, sure. American dream mm-hmm. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So when so they enrolled us in the American school, oh, okay. which, you know, was um, obviously helpful because I didn't know the right. language. And there was I still received what, you know, we know as as Western American education. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they spoke. English there. Spoke English, so it's American curriculum. You know, you think of AP, IB classes, all that. So that was kind of my school life. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to yell at the children yelling in the background, or do you want me to yell at the children yelling? Okay, thank you. We we do some parenting whilst on the podcast. (laughs) That would be my son that you hear. Shocker. The noisy one is mine. That's okay. Anyway. So it's, I mean, it's similar to... Similar, yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I was there first grade all the way through, through high 12. school. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, having a Western education kind of coupled with everything else being very rooted in tradition and, right. you know, my right. upbringing from a traditional Taiwanese family, yeah. um, you know, I think... Now, when I look back on it, um, I'm grateful for. Yeah. When I was seven, um, I, you know, it was, like I said, very traumatic. <laughs> right. yes, I was like, yeah. why am I here? <laughs> you know, yeah. Take me back. I don't <laughs> want to get on the bus. Yeah. And that's a changing time even socially, too. Like, yes. you're starting to find friends and identify yeah. these are my friends. Absolutely. And these are the people that I like and yeah. I have things in common with. Right. And, yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you have a lot of neighbors there that went to the American school? No. Or? No. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, I obviously, you know, uh, had relatives and cousins mm-hmm. all my age who are now very close to. But, you okay. know, for probably a good six months to a year you can't I can't communicate you know so yeah yeah but as kids you know when you're young I think now they say try to learn a language and get exposed yeah. at an early age and right. you can adapt quickly and mm-hmm. I really kind of feel like that's what happened yeah to me yeah. which is I could quickly learn the language mm-hmm. able to communicate um yeah. now you know I carry that I think a little bit just yeah kind of your day-to-day when you meet people right. of all walks of life sure and, uh, yeah. so so that yeah that's cool yeah did you do music growing up, though? I, I did. Okay. So my mother is a pianist. Okay. Yep. Um, and she actually, just a month ago, she turned 75. Oh, gosh. And she gave a full <gasps> piano recital. Yes. Yeah, on oh, her 75th cool. so birthday. Cool. Where was that? It was in Taiwan. In Taiwan. Yep. Okay. So I was that's able to fly cool. home. Oh, that's so cool. She did um, a whole, you know, set of three Beethoven piano sonatas. I mean, wow. this is like meaty. Yeah. yeah, meaty stuff. Yeah, yeah. not the entertainer. Um, yeah, no, she was like, I'm so tired. <laughs> that Beethoven guy was pretty good, I yeah, guess. Yeah, he had a couple yeah. of hits here yeah. and there. Yeah. So I, you know, I said, gosh, you know, if I, you know, have the luxury of turning 75, I probably would want to be on a beach and not <laughs> in a <laughs> concert hall. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. so kudos to her. Yeah. Does she teach? That. Does she perform? What is she? She her, her primary career is as a teacher. So okay. she. Um, was professor of the main arts university um, in Taiwan. Oh, cool. um, Is that what took you guys there then? That was a big reason. Okay. So okay. Um, my parents, I think, wanted to be closer to their family as yeah. their parents, right. my grandparents, got older. Okay. Um, there was, at that time, which is the early 80s, a really big sort of um, opening to 
welcome sort of American thought, American mm-hmm. culture. And mm-hmm. since my parents were here getting graduate mm-hmm. degrees, okay. the market was really um, yeah. ripe for sure. their expertise and what they could right. bring. So it was a really great time from okay. their career standpoint yeah. to go yeah. back. What yeah. did your father do? My father was a physiologist. Okay. I know. I, wow. <laughs> I, think they, I think it's a study of hormones of some sort. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to sit here and pretend like I know, I know what that is. I, I worked my way through it. the Latin on that, and I'm like, I still don't know it's, exactly what that is. Here are three <laughs> arts people yeah. sitting yeah. together trying to figure this out. It has to do with endocrinology. I don't know if okay. that helps. Nope, no, yeah. not a bit. Okay, <laughs> smart people yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. So. Sciencey smart people. Right, thing. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But he was in the university field then. He was, yes. So he's passed away now. But my mother, she, you know, even before I was born, she was giving recitals when she was pregnant with me. Oh and she talks about all these, yeah. you know, all these. You were kicking the, I was in the middle C. When yeah. You were- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I, you know, grew up with music every day in my life. Yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, now at this point in my life, I recognize that that is a real luxury mm-hmm. that many, many people don't have. Right. And I could never imagine the world without music. Yeah. And so that's, you know, a, a big sort of reason of, you know, yeah. how I think Absolutely. about what I do every day and yeah. what Promusica does. Right. So, and yeah. what we can, as a community, community can do. So, yeah. yeah. Did she teach you? So she taught me piano. Okay. Um, which I started at a v- very early age. Yeah. And as you can imagine, having your mother <laughs> as your teacher, <laughs> <laughs> there are no boundaries. Mm, no. <laughs> so, nope. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, you know, and she knows that I tell this story all the time, but I would be practicing, and if I would play a wrong note, <laughs> she would buzz the intercom <gasps> and say, wrong note or go back and play that and I would be like why can't you teach me like your own students just once a week leave me alone (laughs) la 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 right she's like it's good for you I'm catching the mistakes early this is why I would never study with my mother yeah exactly (laughs) and she never wanted to teach me (laughs) so I played piano um, for most of my early life and then um, I decided that I wanted to pick a different instrument, okay. thinking so that she my mom she wouldn't know alone. what to tell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she doesn't know anything about the flute, so I picked the flute. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I started the flute in third grade. Oh wow! Um, and that was my main instrument. Okay. Um, really, all the way through. Wow. Um, my college years, grad yeah. school, my professional performing life, yeah. and yeah. So, yeah. how did you? What was the reasoning with the flute? Do you know? I don't really know, okay. honestly. Um, Smaller and easier yeah, than a piano was, is to yeah, carry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think, um, I can't even remember. I think we had a family friend who played the flute. Okay. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, my mom said you should pick the violin, and I wanted, as the rebel I was, I'm yes. like, no, I don't want to play what you want me to play. <laughs> I'm going to pick an instrument you know nothing about. I'm taking the strings out of this. <laughs> yes. So That's I funny. picked the flute. Okay. And, um, yeah. That was that was the story yeah. of that. Wow. When did you decide that you wanted to do music? Did you go? What did you study for undergrad? Then? Um, so I, I studied performance. Flute, yeah, performance. Flute okay. performance. Yeah. So what did you go for undergrad? Um, I went to Oberlin. Yeah. I've heard of Oberlin. Oberlin, yeah. Yes. yes. It's the school that people not, not from Ohio correct me on when I say oh, really? I went to Otterbein. They're like, oh, you mean Oberlin. Oh, no. No, actually, <laughs> I know where I graduated <laughs> from. Thank you. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I said my school wrong. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How did you, was it because of the Cincinnati upbringing that you knew of Oberlin? Um, I mean, it, it's no, renowned for music. It, but it is. They do a wonderful yeah. job, mm-hmm. especially they focus um, mainly on undergrad. Do they really? Um, yeah. Okay. So they have some um, sort of like artist diplomas, but yeah. they're very focused on undergrad. Wow. But it was the teacher um, okay. that was there, um, Michelle DeBost. Um, Michelle. Yes. Renowned. Female or male? Uh, male. 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 That's okay. French. Yes. Yes. Oh, French. Yes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, and I, wow. I mean, I played all through high school, obviously, mm-hmm. and, and having, you know, my mom who... Now I see is a big inspiration behind that. Uh, Music was something I knew I, to a certain extent, I was good at. Mm -hmm. When I got to Oberlin was when I realized how hard you have to work. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, right, right? if you're... Um, you're doing well and, mm-hmm. and you're kind of top of the class, which is what I 
was the case in high school, and then you yeah. get out into a much bigger pool. <laughs> I want to go back. People, right? Yeah. And yep. it's it is hard yeah. work. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of self promotion yeah. too. I would think as an instrumentalist, you have to sell yourself. You do. You have to that distinguish yourself. Prostitute, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that a word? Prostitute. Prostitute. It, it is. I'll now. take it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I yeah. when I got to Oberlin. Um, you know, there's so many talented, amazing musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I it was the perfect place I think mm-hmm. for me because it was um, sort of liberal, I guess, mm-hmm. enough for me to discover myself as a person yeah. and mm-hmm. as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's so competitive um, mm-hmm. that you know. I think it really kind of helped pave the way for trying to figure out what I would want to do with the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. it was great in that sense. Um, but you know, I I dabbled. You know, when even when I was at Oberlin, I was like, oh, you know, uh, maybe I should try biology, and maybe, I think I took some <laughs> philosophy classes. And <laughs> I'm not going to make Matt enough as a musician. Let yeah, me get a exactly. <laughs> I played on the volleyball team. Did I you mean, really? Yeah, oh, that's it's fun. really embarrassing, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's great. <laughs> I have no sports on mine. Okay, we did not do the sports <laughs> ball in our house. <laughs> not at Otterbein. No. Uh, <clears throat> did they have not sports? Even High school. Oh. No. Okay. I'm very unathletic. It's all right. It's bad. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty bad. <laughs> so, um, okay. But yeah, so so that so was... So it just kind of had made some other life experiences than another Yeah, it was... It, there was a lot of opportunity to yeah. discover and, and play. And mm-hmm. um, it was like the perfect kind of breeding ground for figuring out what makes you tick. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, again, like that was the right place for me. Mm-hmm. That said, you know, going from Taipei, which is very much like Manhattan now, um, yeah. city, tons of people, to <laughs> Oberlin, which is like what city the middle is that? of nowhere. Um, it's not. It's it's <laughs> <laughs> Oberlin it's is, is Oberlin. the island of Oberlin. Yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I remember driving up seventy one. Um, you know, with my parents, and yeah. we we're moving in, and you know, there's a lot of Amish country. Oh. Where back. I don't even know where it is. So it is west of Cleveland. Okay, it's okay. in Lorain County. Oh yeah, up yep. there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Ash, you, you get off the Ashland uh-huh. exit off yep. 71, cut through some some mm. towns, <laughs> a lot of fields. Yes, <laughs> yes, a lot of fields, a couple of buggies. Yes, yeah. so there, okay. you know, we were, there would be like Amish buggies, and I'd yeah. be like, "Where am I going?" <laughs> <laughs> that was like a whole new culture shock. Yeah. That exactly, yeah. I went from culture shock of moving to a brand new country. Mm-hmm. I didn't speak the language, yeah. and then you know, 18, 20 years later, I'm going to Amish going to, country. You know, like, <laughs> where I am. Yeah. So, oh, wow. um, so, so that was as I reflect yeah. on it. Kind moving of to like 19th century America. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Talk about crazy sense of identity. Like, yes. I, where should I be? I know. <laughs> Who am I? Yeah. Well, this is great now, <laughs> so I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yes. So yeah. that did you do? Graduate school then? I did. Where did so you go from I, that? I actually um, went to the Cincinnati Conservatory okay. of Music. Did you go immediately after undergrad? I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. So. so it's kind of interesting coming full circle back yeah. to Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, my mom, you know, so uh-huh. I said she was a pianist. She she got her um, DMA, her doctorate at Cincinnati. So okay. that was also kind of a fun yeah. parallel that I tried so hard to not kind right. of be in her. <laughs> Sort yeah. of path in some ways, and I ended up going to the same, same you know, yeah. grad school as her. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have your doctorate as well? I don't. No. Okay. Yeah. So I okay. did my master's there. Well, is it yeah. master's of a master's of music? In mu- okay. Just in flute performance. In flute performance. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know what the letters. It, yeah. The many, the many letters. <laughs> it's okay. Oh wow. And that, is that at like a two or four year program? That the master's was a two year. Okay. Program. I'm always amazed by any sort of arts master's program. Because it's always intrigued me. Like, is that something yeah. I want to do? Oh, well, is it? <laughs> no. Oh no. No. Yeah, yeah. No. There's just not. There's no work out there. It's yeah. It's for an I, MFA actor. I mean, it's just not. I feel like it's the industry is changing. Yeah. I mean, I think I, you know I don't know so much about um, the theater world, mm-hmm. but when I was at Oberlin, and I think to a certain extent now, if you're a young 
budding musician mm-hmm. where you're passionate and you want to have a career in music. For the longest time, it was like you go get your degree, you practice a lot, and then you either then continue your academic career mm-hmm. and get a master's and then a DMA and then you can teach, teach. and yeah. the world is your oyster. Right. Or you yeah. can, for us, you know, as orchestral musicians, you yeah. can audition out the wazoo, you know, and try and... And th- that's kind of still the case now. Is it still? Yeah, okay. yeah okay. You, where you audition. And that is in itself a very... Um, mm. It's a challenging process mm-hmm. mentally and physically. Yes. Very much so. Especially for flute. You know, most orchestras have maybe three to four mm-hmm. flute players. Yeah. And, you know, so you're not if one position the... opens up, ev- like Everybody's 500 right. flutists are yeah. auditioning. Yeah. yeah. So. Is it flutist or flautist? I say flute player. You... Oh, yes, yes. Okay. or flutists. It okay, depends. okay. Yeah. I don't I really wondering. say flautist. It I sounds like why. a it sounds like a menu entree to me. <laughs> I'll have the flautist. <laughs> okay. That's I don't know why. Maybe it sounds like something else. It sounds European. Maybe flautist. <laughs> I don't know. Flautist. Okay. Is the flautist organic, or is that <laughs> is uh, the flautist fried? <laughs> <laughs> I have the side of a garlic aioli. The brain <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to ask that. That's okay. So, <laughs> that's all right. So you're in Cincinnati. I you am. Did your you yeah. did your degree there? I did my degree there. And what was the intention, like, with the masters? What did you want to do with that? You know, I think it was again. That's what you do. That's what you do. You know. Yeah. Um, you get your bachelor's and. Everybody else around me was going to get their master's degrees mm-hmm. um, for the most part. Yeah. And yeah. so I did. And I think, you know, musicians, the more you play, the more you develop mm-hmm. and the more you realize where your, you know, your identity and your sweet right. spot is in terms of, you know, you as an artist. So yeah. I, I understand that. You right. Know, you need mm-hmm. to take it further. Yeah. As you develop yourself. So I did. I did that for two years. Okay. Um, at that point, I was very much kind of focused on the idea of becoming an, a professional orchestral mm-hmm. musician. I loved the uh, playing in an orchestra. I loved all of that. Yeah. Um, the repertoire, you know, the the rehearsal, the intensity, mm-hmm. all of that um, yeah. I loved. So after I did my master's, um, I actually went back to Taiwan. There were two reasons. Oh, wow. Um, one, my father passed away. Mm, so that was a big um, reason for me to go back. Yeah. But the other reason was there was an opportunity, mm. you know how life works mm-hmm. in funny ways, yeah. um, to perform or play with the Taipei Symphony Orchestra. Oh, wow. As oh, wow. assistant okay. principal flute. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So, You're like, yes, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went back, um, moved back home. Yeah. And <coughs> which both. was probably good at the time. At the time, it was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Was um, your brother still there? My brother he was... was here in oh, the U.S. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he, you know, because he's four years younger than yeah. I, he was getting his so um, undergrad, undergrad for... okay. degree. Okay. Um, so it was me and my and my mother. Mm. Um, so I was there for about three years. Okay. Both um, primarily playing with the symphony mm-hmm. and mm. living kind of that that orchestral life. But yeah. Yeah. again, you know, kind of coming full circle mm-hmm. that was a whole other culture shock oh, yeah. right. going back because had now it changed a lot i'm sure it had changed quite a bit yeah. um i was now living there as a professional adult mm-hmm. um, yeah not as a kid right? right um living with your mother living mm-hmm. at home there's you know layers of yeah all of that um mm. so <laughs> that was uh you know that was quite a change mm-hmm. and and took some time to get yeah. used to, but right. yeah, um, but yeah, it's just kind of funny how the, wow. how your life works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you did that for three years then. I did that for three years. Okay. Yeah, um, which I loved. Yeah, um, with the orchestra, I had the chance to tour Europe. Um, cool. We went on several tours, wow. which was awesome, and I got to um, solo with the orchestra a couple okay. of times in in sort of solo roles. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful that I had that. I had yeah. that opportunity. What is the day-to-day life of a professional musician? Like, what what do you do on a normal on a day? Normal day? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think it varies. You know, everybody's got their thing, right? right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can't speak, obviously, for everyone, but there it depends on, I think, what you're preparing for. Mm-hmm. If you've got a big solo performance coming up or... You've got that plus, um, you know, you're 
playing in the orchestra mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. It just kind of, I think, ultimately depends. Yeah. I will say, though, that in my experience and, and knowing a lot of great musicians, mm-hmm. uh, even some of the, I mean, even the best musicians today, they practice every day. You have yeah. to. You have to, right? Yeah, you know? that's your, that's your job I mean, at that yeah. point. Right? If you're an athlete, you should work out every day. Every day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. Actors yeah. don't do anything. No, they don't. <laughs> I just assume you read Shakespeare every single day. <laughs> I do. It's great. <laughs> so, yeah. But so, I mean, part of your day is spent working on your craft, but yeah. do you rehearse every day? Yeah. So, okay. for, so at Pro Musica, for mm-hmm. example, um, if we have a concert on Saturday, the whole group, all the musicians, come together either on a Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. And we do roughly three to four rehearsals. Mm-hmm. And then we put on the show. We'll put it on. So what that means is hmm. um, you, God, come you come prepared. Ready. Yeah. You come yeah. prepared having no, you know the notes, you have learned the part. Yeah. And when we're together for those three to four rehearsals, we're refining craft. Right. We're, you know putting together the ensemble mm-hmm. um, and it depends we do a lot of commissions so okay. um, yeah. you know Pro Music has 67 commissions to our name which is great that's wow. amazing yeah but in those instances we're literally like birthing you know <laughs> something <laughs> new yeah. Yeah. So how does that happen does somebody somebody finds you and they write something for you it's kind of both okay um, it just depends um, more so we will look at what composers there are today, mm-hmm. um, either who's up and coming or, yeah. you know, who do we really want to work with? Yeah. Um, and we reach out and explore the concept, the idea. And sometimes it can take, you know, two, three years before you actually have a piece because right. um, right. you have to talk about length. Maybe yeah. they want to write for a violin. Maybe they want to write for... A singer, yeah, um, and yeah. and it's just very creative in that sense. Which is kind of cool. Though, it is to have a say in something it from is. the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and not to have watched it have been done. And I mean, literally, when you know we get to the rehearsal mm-hmm. three days before the show is the first time that we hear wow. it. Um, so you That's kind amazing. of yeah, it's both scary sometimes, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. but exciting. And yeah. there's a lot of trust with the artist. Sure. That's true. Um, that, well, that's why you pick them, probably. Yeah, and there's communication, and yeah. they, yeah. you know, you have an idea of what their style is, yeah. um, what their beliefs are, so that all plays that cool. plays yeah. into it. Yeah. But that's, so that's a big part of also, like, the prep, mm-hmm. you know, from each musician's part of what they right. have to bring to each of the rehearsals. Yeah. yeah. And so. the outside work. <laughs> and the out, yeah, yeah. A lot of outside work. A lot of outside yep. work. Yeah. So how did Pro Musica come about then? Where was Where was that in your... In your line of in my of life, in my line of where's, life. Your, where's that on your timeline? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, three quarters. No. <laughs> um, so, after three years of being in Taiwan mm-hmm. and playing with the symphony, I got an itch, <laughs> and the itch was to come back to okay. the U.S. Yeah, um, you know, Taiwan is is a small country. Yeah, um, yeah, and while the music and performing arts scene is very robust. It's a small island. Yeah. So. Do you feel kind of closed in a little bit? I mean, I think in terms of there's so much, um, there's so much going on. A lot of wonderful musicians who are from there, they will leave, get Mm -hmm. wonderful degrees, come back. So it's very saturated, I would say, in terms of of the market. Right. Um, And I just kind of always felt like. You know, I wanted to come back and mm-hmm. I wanted to see what opportunities were here right. and to try. So yeah. I decided to leave and I came back and I lived in Cleveland. I decided to move to Cleveland. <laughs> You're getting all of the season. I know. <laughs> I Did you go to Cambridge at I any point in time? No. Okay. Canton, Canton, no, not yet. <laughs> so, Chilla Circleville. There's no. so many. <laughs> I know. There's a there lot. Are. Oh, glory yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so I decided to just base myself in Cleveland. Okay. It was. It's not far from Oberlin, so I was yeah, also in touch true. with my teacher and okay. had some connections there. Yeah. So I, for a year and a half, I um, taught. I did auditions. Mm-hmm. I, you know, worked at this Japanese restaurant. And did you really? Yeah. Okay. Played weddings, funerals. <laughs> you know, yeah. you name it. Um, yeah. 
And do a lot of people have flute players at their funeral? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got the best one at a wedding, though. I can see that. I think the flute fits. Uh, That's better than, like, there's a lot of Bach. The drums. And, yeah, like... The saxophone. Oh, yeah. Mm. The tenor sax. <laughs> maybe. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I, I got this, uh, this one wedding I played sidebar. Um, they wanted... Uh, Stairway to Heaven on the flute. Yeah, on the flute. I did uh, it though. I, it how was, did that go? It was rough. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Hopefully, they're still married. Oh yeah. gosh. <laughs> so yeah. But anyways. Okay. Yeah. So I did that for <laughs> a year and a half. Okay. Um, and I, I had always. Now that I look back, yeah. I had always been slight, somehow intrigued at what arts admin mm-hmm. was okay. you know as yeah as you know musicians you go you practice you play you leave mm-hmm. um for the most part yeah and i remember going to concerts and you'd get the program book and you'd see all these lists of names mm-hmm. and i was always like oh what does that mean like i you know yeah. what does it mean yeah. when mercedes benz is your sponsor i you know yeah. i was always yeah. like i'm curious Gosh, I, wouldn't I that be nice about i know <laughs> <laughs> Mercedes, Mercedes, if you're listening, call me. Hit from Musica as well. Yes. Put them under the same umbrella. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so I was always just kind of intrigued. And while I was, you know, contemplating life, mm-hmm. um, I just kind of decided to see what was out there. Mm. Um, I So I literally would apply for any internship at really? any orchestra. Okay. The Kennedy Center has this incredible fellowship program that oh, they've wow. done. Mm. And I basically, you know, it was like, do you want to be a marketing intern? Do you want to be a development intern? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> any of that means right. or entails. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, kind of used music mm-hmm. to um, kind of speak to what I was interested in. Okay. And that was something I yeah. could talk about, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, I just applied, got a couple huh. interviews. Um, then um, one of our former musicians was a classmate, a pro musica musicians mm-hmm. was a classmate of mine at Oberlin. And he okay. had caught wind that I was like randomly applying for arts orchestra. And playing stairway at yeah. weddings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he said, oh, I play with Pro Musica in Columbus, and we're looking for a person to run our education and operations. Okay. So it, it was already established by that point. Pro Musica? Uh-huh. Yes. So, okay. at, I mean, at that time, it was like 24 years at oh, that wow. point. So okay. Pro Musica just celebrated 41. Oh, wow. 40. I didn't realize it yeah. was that old. Yeah. I only know it through you, so. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yours. That's all I know. <laughs> I just assume you started in No, 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 no. Yeah, it was well established by okay. the time I came around. Yeah. So so long story short, I uh, applied. Yeah. And so Pro Musica brought me to Columbus okay. in 2003. Wow. That's when I came here. Okay. Yeah, and have just grown with the organization yeah. um, and eventually found my way into this role. Um, I think I got suckered into it. (laughs) I have some board members to thank for that. (laughs) If you're listening. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So uh, it's it's been a labor of love. And I love the people. Um, It's a special organization. We're doing great work in the community. Mm -hmm. We're breaking ground with the commissions, the collaborations. so it's it's an exciting time. That is exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love that it's run by a woman. Yes, that makes me happy. No, I mean it really. It, it's it, it's so valued in our community, and there are so many. It was recently an article came out with you and Peggy and uh-huh. Nanette, in Business and, First. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I can't remember who all was in there. Uh, uh, Stacy from Shadowbox uh-huh. and Denise, the gal from Lincoln Theater, right? Yes, yes. Uh, yep. I can't and, remember her name. Uh, Susan. Bradford, mm-hmm. uh, Denise from the Symphony, yeah. and yeah, Nanette, and oh, yeah. Joanna from uh, the new director of the Wex. Mm. Wexner oh, yeah. Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so cool. Yeah, and there's so many more of amazing women who are running mm-hmm. arts organizations yeah. or are artists. Right. Um, so it's right. it's great to be part of that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So when you when you kind of moved your way up in the ranks, what what's the the basis behind Pro Musica? Like, what is your tagline, if you will? Um, I, I wouldn't say we have a tagline necessarily, but you know, 
at its essence, mm-hmm. you know, what, what is ProMusica? We're 37 musicians that make up our core. Right. Um, two-thirds of actu- – actually, two-thirds of our musicians don't live in Columbus. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They so live in Ohio? All over the country. Really? Yeah. Wow. So really, we, we say that we're a core of 37 musicians from all over the country. Yeah. That come to Columbus to make – that to make – Columbus, their musical mm-hmm. home. Um, so it's it's a unique model yeah. in yeah. some ways. Yeah. Um, and we're very committed to that because if we have a vacancy or, you know, a musician, there's a musician spot open, we hold national auditions. Mm-hmm. And so you can bring in the best, we, really. Yeah, we're, we're a union shop, so there are certain rules we have to follow. But right. we attract from all over the country and we hire, yeah. you know, whoever we think is best the best fit right right. Um, and that's been a very important part of our dna okay for all these years what is the what's the reasoning behind having a smaller group is there the chamber piece yeah, yeah. um well is I, it just different works that you do yeah i mean so you know the columbus symphony as you know mm-hmm. you know has 60 plus upwards right. musicians yeah. and their primary meat of most major big symphony orchestras, you know, you're thinking, you know, Tchaikovsky mm-hmm. and Mahler and Bruckner. Right. Um, chamber orchestras generally are, I think, what I would call like more flexible yeah. and nimble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, we're the same instrumentation generally, yeah. just fewer. So instead of like 25 to 30 violins, we have 11. Mm. Okay. Um, so it's really kind of reduced reduced Mm -hmm. in numbers um but how i translate that (laughs) is it's kind of like how do i say this every musician is that much more accountable because you can't hide you know yeah um you're not 25th cello right right (laughs) and and you know there there's beauty to all different sizes Mm -hmm. of ensemble but I think that's what, you know, how Pro Musica functions and the joy of a chamber orchestra is you can literally feel the energy coming mm-hmm. out of every single musician because yeah. we're nimble, we're smaller, we have to feed off of each other right. chemistry-wise. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's what makes it, I think, all the more exciting in some ways yeah. um, when you're part of that energy. I can imagine you guys are a pretty tight-knit group, too. Yes. Being smaller mm-hmm. and getting, you probably get to know one another a little bit better. Oh, yes. Better. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Awesome. And and that's, um, chamber music, right, is intimate. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and it, there's leading and there's following. Mm-hmm. Even though David is our music director, yeah. he's he's got the baton for the most right. part. There are times when he can just step away and they they play, you right. know, because they react to each other. They know what the cues are. Yeah. You you <laughs> breathe as one unit is really kind of the essence of being in a chamber ensemble. So theatrical. It I is. It. <laughs> I mean, if you think about the flood that mm-hmm. we did, yeah, we had 16 musicians. And oh, that's right. It I, was even yeah, smaller, wasn't smaller. it? Smaller. I yeah. think to do that, you have to, the musician really has to understand that, their voice is important at certain points, but then yeah. they have to back away and right. let others shine. Yeah. Um, and it's all about that give and take. Is it hard for a musician to be under a guest conductor? I mean, for instance, Stephen came in. How long did they have with Stephen? Not long. Oh, no, not like long. a day or two? I think we had two runs <laughs> with him. Uh, what well, One run with him and then one with the singers, and then we went straight into tech. Uh. So again, new yeah. piece. Yeah. Every musician had to, had to come in, come prepared. And that was not thanks, Kareem. Yes. <laughs> that was yes. not yes. easy yes. stuff. <laughs> that was hard. Yeah. Um, hard, she beautiful wrote some writing. Good stuff. She did. I was she really did. thankful not to have to sing anything. There. <laughs> not gonna I lie. I was like, okay, <laughs> but you were a very important part. It was, <laughs> you were. It was so much fun. It was great. It was, it was such great. a great experience. Yeah. But it was also, I think, for me, coming solely from the theater world. I had no idea that that was out there. Oh, I mean, that yeah. that was even a possibility. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think we get stuck in our art form sometimes that we do forget that there are other other things. things. Yeah, I are. think we felt the same way too. Which yeah. is, we had never commissioned anything like a chamber opera. So mm-hmm. even the nuances between singers and then the the instruments yeah. and how much more lead time you need to give to mm-hmm. singer you know balance and 
flexibility yeah. and rhythm and all that is a whole different kind of in a very acoustically challenging yes. place. Yes, absolutely. I can't. I yeah. can't even imagine. Yeah, it's it's um, being in the pit has its. Uh. Yeah. Has its own kind of, um, you know, kind of challenges we have to yeah. embrace, and right. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And that was, I mean, that was your collaboration from the beginning, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Just commissioning with yes, with Peggy. And yeah, okay. that was a four plus year dream, wow. with a lot of workshopping and two and workshops, okay. and um, you know, the set and. For me, yeah. I learned a whole lot. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. opera and the set and the lighting and the cueing and yeah. everything is so much. There's just a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, have always had respect for the art form, um, and obviously have ton of respect for for my dear friend Peggy. Mm-hmm. But going through that experience really opened my eyes to that. Uh, like you said, there's. There's a whole other world. Mm-hmm. And I think vice versa, too. You know? yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't realize that commissioning requires all this right. legwork. I, I think a lot of us, it was a brand new, amazing yeah. experience that we hadn't necessarily dealt with. Done into. before. Yeah. 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 And I loved that. I mean, I'm, I know they weren't all thrilled about it, but I love that the musicians came up for curtain call. Oh, yeah. No, they secretly loved it. Okay. Like inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there were a few faces like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, I, they, I think they appreciated that yeah. that recognition and they loved being part of that. And it, But that's what it was. It was such a collaborative effort yeah. for every piece and part. And that's... I, I know as an actor for something that big playing a supernumerary, I probably typically wouldn't even see who sure. was in the pit. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten to know you yeah. and gotten yeah. to know it. But no, it was just like everybody was there. We were one big family. It was pretty yeah. cool. Yes. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It was a wonderful bonding experience and I hope I hope more to come. We're touring with it, right? I, I <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. And that's why we Again, yeah. birth these things. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it, others will enjoy it. Yeah. Is it hard though for something like that to to take so long to happen and then it's done? Like Well, yes. That's I think as any musician really or performer yeah. would know, you know, you put hours and hours and blood, sweat, tears, yeah. yes. you know. Um there's kind of a postpartum Thing that yes. happens, yeah, and it's like you put it out there, and once it's done, it's like I know your adrenaline. Now right? what do yeah. I do with my time? Yeah, I always feel yeah. like that after a concert weekend. I bet. Really, you know, like we are, we're intense, intense, intense for five, six days straight. Mm-hmm. Monday morning, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah, think I miss everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's the same on on stage, on stage, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, which is why we always look forward to the next yes artistic <laughs> endeavor, like. Oh, I'm sad. Okay, what's next? Exactly. <laughs> Need to fill this hole again. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So. But I can't imagine. I mean, especially because not only did you commission it, but you were a part of everything. Yes. It it was. Um, it was really. I mean, there's co- collaboration can be a lot of things, right? It mm-hmm. can be, I play a small part, or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a supporting role yeah. in this. Yeah. But I I hope Peggy feels the same. But it really was. A lot of joint decisions mm-hmm. made. Um, some hard decisions we yeah. had to yeah. make yeah. together. Um, obviously, great respect for each other mm-hmm. and the art form. And yeah. I think what was great is we both stayed true to what we believed in mm-hmm. um, and the end product. Yeah. And I think that's a huge part of the success. Right. right. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. Yeah. yeah. I good. just love the energy that when we all went into the Southern... The, the whiskey bar. Oh, that my our goodness. friend Jesse was in. <laughs> the energy that night was ridiculous. I know. I think we we're all like, I don't know. Yeah. We had no sleep. And <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, little, we were just a little bit like, okay. Yeah. Here we are. I know. It was great. It was good. So, it was good. so, what's next for you guys? Like, what are you, what are you working on now? Um, coming up. Mm-hmm. So, like, Real time, so yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, we're we're into production tomorrow. Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> we have a concert this weekend. Well, thanks for coming today. Oh my gosh. No, I've wanted to do this for I know. forever. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not giving it up. <laughs> I think the last schedule change we had, I was like, we're sticking with this. I know. I'm like, we're no, sticking we're with it. it. We're doing it. Um, so here's what's happening this weekend. Okay. Um, on Friday night, we have. Naked Classics. I saw. Oh. And this is a relatively new series that we okay. started about four years ago. Yeah. 
And the essence of everybody should come to Naked Classics. I yes. just have to say it's a cool clothed. name. It you is want clothed. Them clothed. Don't worry. Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> but Clo- you need clothing. to come clothed as well. Clothing is not optional. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. so leave uh, the kids at home. <laughs> <laughs> so what Naked Classics is, um, if you think of a cooking show, yeah. this is the best way I can describe okay. it. Okay. So you have a recipe yeah. and the host or the chef yeah. basically dissects, mm-hmm. you know, the recipe, right? right? Why do you put this and what are the ingredients that make yeah. this wonderful masterpiece? Right. Beautiful, tasty, aromatic. <laughs> Naked Classics is basically that, like that. We take a masterwork. So, for example, okay. like Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, mm-hmm. as an example. For the first half of the program, Paul Rissman, who was our host from mm-hmm. London, he and the orchestra and our music director dissects the piece really so he we talk about what was happening at that time in history what was going on in the composer's life why did he write that why what is this instrument that he introduced and and talks about why the why of it the why of it and and it's it's fun and it's entertaining you don't have to know a thing about classical music if you know some, that's great. You'll just be enlightened that much further. Yeah. Oh, how cool. So we go through that for yeah. the first, like, 45, 50 minutes. We take intermission. And then in the second half, we play the piece in its entirety. So wow. you get a so sense. So you have a gist of yeah, the purpose of it. Exactly. Oh, cool. So oh, like the cooking really show, cool. you yeah. see the end piece. The beauty of Naked Classics is you actually get to taste it. Yeah. Right. Nice. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're now in the fourth season of doing that. Um, oh, wow. It's at the Southern. And it's a great entry point i think to anyone who wants to you know kind of get exposed and just mm-hmm. learn something different and right. fun right. um and not you don't have to f- you don't you should not feel like you need to know something right. before yeah. coming in it's not that at all do you feel like that's a stigma with classical music is that people think like i just don't know anything about I it therefore so. it's not my thing yes i i think especially in america mm-hmm. that is the case yeah. um and i think some of it is just because Nowadays, I think it's it's sadly more prevalent that arts are not part of young people's lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so people are unfamiliar with it. Mm-hmm. And therefore, why would we go to something that we feel uncomfortable, you know, feel like, oh, yeah. I don't yeah. really know what's yeah. going on. Um, so there's that and and efforts like Naked Classics mm-hmm. and. Uh, some other initiatives we're doing, we're, we're doing something called sessions where we're bringing musicians to bars around town. Natalie's, Brothers Drake, Wolf's Ridge. That's cool. Nice. Doing that as a complement yeah. to our regular series, I think, is a way we're building the pipeline right. into developing new and new friends. Yeah. And the collaborations in Columbus. Yes. That's, yeah. that's something that we've learned through the podcast is how legitimately small this big city is. is yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. how the, the ties between and Jesse, the bartender at, at the Southern, we met because of this podcast. Oh, yeah. huh? and that's how everything started with the cocktail that oh, he created really? for the flood. That's yeah, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, Very it, cool. it, it, it's all through this. And wow. Okay. Just you know the connections that I made with you guys. Yeah. It's like yeah, a lot of people know a lot of people in this town. Yeah. Definitely. And I think yeah. we all care. I yes. think yeah. that's the difference. Yeah. Is yeah. We make a connection, and then you care about what they mm-hmm. do, and right. then supporting. We're and a community that yeah. reaches out, right? Um, so, so that's that's, that's really awesome. exciting, yeah. So, Naked that's, Classics is okay, Friday. That's, that's Friday. Okay, yep. And then, and then the weekend, we actually have a Bandonian player. Have you heard of a Bandonian? It's like a physiologist. I know. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> a Bandonian is basically like a small accordion. Oh my gosh. Yes. Neat. So the Bandonian is what most people recognize with um, that's associated to tango music. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. So it's a smaller instrument. Um, it's still got. I what is that thing called? Like the, is it hexagonal? Yes. It looks okay. like one, but it's, yeah, it's not kind of as the big. Yep. Does it have keys buttons. on the side? Yep. Okay. It's got yeah. buttons. Okay. Um, and it's, it's basically when it was you know, developed, it was supposed to be like a small pipe organ sound Uh that, you know, people, you know, was carried to different venues to kind of recreate sort of the idea of a, Uh, a you can imagine a pipe organ Mm -hmm. sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And, but now it's most, most known as its association with tango music. When you think of tango, you hear the band, right? So 
Um, where else will you hear Bandonian and chamber orchestra? That's pretty cool. Pro Musica. <laughs> so, where do you find a cool. Bandonian player? I know, right? So we have this incredible, <laughs> one of our violinists, Victoria Moreira. She's awesome. She's from Uruguay. Okay. She lives in Chicago. She's been one of our musicians for seven years or okay. so. Okay. So she's one of the ones that's out she, of state. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And her father um, used to arrange, he's still alive, obviously, yeah. um, did arrangements for Piazzolla. So she has a lineage of tango oh in her gosh. blood. And she knows this amazing Bandonian player, Richard Scofano. Okay. And where is he from? He lives in San Diego. Okay. Like he is okay. from Argentina originally. Okay. So there's a so true again, connection. There's a connection. Yeah. 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 But um, so we've had um, concerts where we feature the recorder player, you know, all kind of different wacky instruments. Not a third yes. grader. Hopefully. No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> she was amazing, actually. Can That's you imagine cool. a professional recorder player? Wow. No, Very cool. I can't, yeah. actually. It, it would blew <laughs> everybody think, away. I think having children that have okay. taken it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, so uh, this, this artist, Richard Scofano, he wrote his own Bandonian concerto. Oh, my gosh. For wow. chamber orchestra wow. and Bandonians. Yeah. So it's going to be world premiered. Okay. Um, in its entirety this weekend. That's oh my gosh. Cool. Yeah. So and he, is he playing it? He's playing it. Oh, cool. So that's really cool. So we've got Naked Classics and then a Bandonian. Okay. Um, and some Schubert in between. A little bit. Just for, just for <laughs> fun. Yes. yes. <laughs> Throw some Schubert. <laughs> some Schubert. Yeah. So yeah. then what, what comes up after that? What's, what's the next so thing we, on the plate? So we go um, December through pretty much May. Um, so mm-hmm. we do a, a concert pretty much one weekend every month. Okay. Um, we've got Colin Curry, a wonderful Scottish percussionist, oh, wow. coming in okay. December. Cool. Uh, January, we have a brilliant young violinist mm. um, whose name is Esther Yu. She's playing the Tchaikovsky Violin Concerto. Okay. A crowd favorite. But also what's special about January is David, our music director's, Father Wolfgang, mm-hmm. Wolfgang. is—we're um, going to be playing one of his pieces. Oh, how cool! Yeah, That's like a really family affair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, is he coming for that? Is the I father hope coming? so. Okay. I'm trying to get him to yeah. come. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe his son needs to get involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, dad, dad, you better come. <laughs> Where do you rehearse? Southern at the Southern, at, primarily at the Southern. Wow. Yeah, like on the stage or yeah, yeah, That's so cool. Yeah, and sometimes we'll go to other venues. Um, we also perform at the Worthington United Methodist Church okay. four times a year. Okay. Um, we do some chamber music up there, mm-hmm. but primarily at, at the, the Southern, Southern Theater. Yeah. Yes. What a great home to have. Yeah, I, oh, know, I know. So, yeah, we've got something every month. Um, okay. It's, there's something for everybody. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's what we love. You can come relax, get a mm-hmm. glass of wine. Just come as you are. Like, yeah. You don't have to know about music. You just it's... have to come and enjoy. So my husband... Um, knew nothing about classical music <laughs> before when we were dating. He's yeah. a deadhead. He's a <laughs> Tom Petty, Grateful Dead, Jerry yes. Garcia, Dancing Bears, all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I would say, oh, you should come to Pro Musica. And he was like, what is that? <laughs> um, now he loves it. Like, cool. he's talking about when's the next concert. And, yeah. and it's just... I mean, but he doesn't have a choice now. He doesn't. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of, it's part of what you marry into. I know, yeah. I know. But he, you know, just to to watch him and many others mm-hmm. just come to appreciate yeah. um, live music. Uh, that's why we do what we do. I love that that you're an organ. <laughs> this is not vodka. No, are you promise. sure? No. <laughs> it's a gallon of vodka. Um, Ice Mountain vodka. It's classy. No, but I love that Pro Musica and several other organizations in town in the arts have taken the stigma out of what it really is to enjoy. Yeah. I mean, we're spoiled. I'm the daughter of an opera singer, so I grew up with it with just it. like you did. Yeah, yeah. That it's a part of life. It's not a learned thing yeah right yeah i think that's really important um for all the reasons we talked about um but if you think about music right so in mozart's day you think oh very smooth or mm-hmm. symphony mm-hmm. in mozart and beethoven's day the crowds were like throwing tomatoes right. they were cheering yeah. it was like a rock concert yeah. and yeah. somewhere along the way that got reshaped in terms of what classical music means Um, and you know it is what it is but what we're doing is 
were presenting music that was written 200 sometimes plus years ago mm-hmm. in a modern in a modern era yeah. and yeah. and music speaks to people in different ways mm-hmm. and we don't want to define that mm-hmm. but all we say is come to the concert you'll experience joy you might not like something mm-hmm. you might be moved you might be like what was that but that's okay that's yeah. part of being right. human yeah right yeah. um and that's kind of just our general right um approach to yeah what we want to do and you're allowing people to respond to it too, yeah which is cool yeah. we love it when people get up and clap and yeah they walk out of the theater and they're like oh i saw the smiles on the musicians mm-hmm. faces or you know any kind of reaction is what you want mm-hmm. um, out of a, a live music so cool experience or live performance yeah absolutely that's what that's we why know. we do what we that's do. What we do. <laughs> that's why we make the big bucks doing yeah. what we do. Mercedes Benz for the sponsorship. Mercedes Benz, Mercedes Benz. You guys are making big bucks because I'm in the wrong line of work. <laughs> Mercedes Benz, Mercedes Benz, Mercedes Benz. If we say it enough times, they're contractually yeah. obligated yeah. To, yeah. to send us each Hashtag car, Mercedes Benz. <laughs> which we can sell for I proceeds. Car. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you need a car. That's not the point of yeah. this, Benjamin. <laughs> We can play classical music in the car. It, yes. And then we sell the car for the money. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going for here, Janet. Right, exactly. <laughs> so give us social media plugs for, for you, for, for Pro Musica. Yeah. Oh. Do you want everybody to stalk you on Facebook? You sure. <laughs> sure. Um, Pro Musica's. My director of marketing is going to kill me. <laughs> like, is there a website? <laughs> What's that? Was there a website? There, oh, good. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Website, promusicacolumbus.org Pro is okay. the website. Uh, we have a Facebook page, Promusica Chamber Orchestra. Mm-hmm. And our Instagram is Promusica Columbus. Cool. And we're on Twitter okay. too. Cool. Can, how's that? People yes. Can find. No, that was very good. I Excellent. Feel very that was perfect. Really yeah. <laughs> so. yep. But promusicacolumbus.org okay. is the yep. website. Okay. Website should point you to all the other socials it should. too. So. It should. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. just. Just look it out. Just right. yeah. be like, hey, Janet. Yeah, just flag <laughs> me on the street. I, yeah, yeah. Do you really want to tell people to do that, though? Sure. You're just going to get bombarded. I, no, they, I won't. Ben's going to get emails but about it. But if you know that from me or any of our musicians, you should mm-hmm. say hi. That'd be awesome. Yes. So. Well, we want to get that out so that people can come, Thank you. come see you guys. So. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I'm so proud of you. Oh, stop. You're doing good things. No, no. We're doing it together. Yeah, so absolutely. And, and let's get the flood on tour. I'll come back. Get the flood on tour. Yeah. And reprise my nurse slash mother you role. You amazing at that. You really were. <laughs> you were so, so swift fun. at your entrance. My husband didn't recognize me. Oh. He had no idea who I was on stage. Really? Mm-hmm. I was like, were you watching? <laughs> were you? Yeah, I don't know. He said at the end he figured it out, but the what? beginning he didn't. Where did, who did he, where did he, where did he I think, think he was up there. Oh. I mean, the Southern is, I get a little bit of vertigo in the Southern. Yeah. It's like, oh, hi, I'm on your head right now. <laughs> you go up into the. In the wings. The, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty yeah. high up. I don't think he was that high. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's not a good excuse. I know. <laughs> like, it was my wig that he didn't recognize. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll tell everybody he was in the high seats okay. for that. I'm okay. not sure that's the case. Anyway. Yeah. But thank you. Thanks for thank all you, you do. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I you. Love what we do so do you want to do you want to give the little oh sure yes if you like what you hear (laughs) please remember sharing is caring if you want to follow us on social you can do that facebook's kind of our primary landing page Mm -hmm. if you want to find us on uh the uh uh, well, the, the the places you find podcasts. Uh, apparently, iTunes doesn't exist anymore. I Apple know. did it away with what? it. It is now called Apple Podcasts, I think. I heard this the other day, and Seriously? I nearly it's had a conniption. A little confusing, what? but y- you can find us on SoundCloud. We're gonna, you know, try to find some other venues. Like, weird. like iTunes exists only. It's been like. Is split it? up into multiple apps. Oh, weird. So it's like there's a podcast app, and then there's a music app, and it's That's you can annoying. if you. If you Google the show, you'll find it. If you go to our Facebook page, you'll definitely, definitely see it because we mm-hmm. post links to it every time we post mm-hmm. a new episode. That we do. Um, we also like hearing from people yes. on the, the page. Only nice things. Only nice things. <laughs> if you're going to say something mean, get that crap out of here. We don't hear that. <laughs> so, um, we won't listen anyway. <laughs> 
Um, can I plug something personally? No. Okay, I'm doing it anyway. Um, <laughs> I have another podcast that you I do. do. Uh, it is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast oh for anybody gosh. who is actually interested in this. Uh, we do uh, a show called uh, uh, 3D20 Roll Off, mm-hmm. where basically what we do is every week we roll up brand new characters and we we make all kinds of different combinations and have fun with it. And it's got a pretty decent little listenership, but I, you know, you could always have a few more people. And if you're a D and D person or a character person, which I think there's a group of people that listen to this show that could appreciate the character person. creation aspect of things, it's a lot of fun. And it's also three people who are mildly—I'm mildly entertaining. I think uh, my other co-hosts are wonderful, and they're they're great. But. <laughs> Yeah, we have a good time. So, so you should so check it out. That's like a board game, right? Yeah, it's oh. a, it's like a tabletop like role playing game. I need yeah. to get our music director David connected. He's a huge board game. Oh, okay. cool! Huge board game, like D and D. He's like everything. Okay, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty neat. Okay. That's like his cool. relaxing. That's, yeah, what he does to relax. Is, okay, is this strategic strategy board game yeah. role stuff? Yeah, yeah. Very I cool. can't even handle a long. Game you should get that. him on that podcast. I, Talk that'd about board awesome. games. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, we should definitely do that. Okay. Yeah. I should get you on there too, honestly, because okay. I think so you would... no, you know it scares me. Like I know, but the way that we do it, like there's, I, I have an idea, so I'll, I'll run Gosh. it by you off, off the air. But uh, if you'd like to see Chris on there, uh, also send us. <laughs> you won't messages. see me on there. <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll if like you want to hear her. <laughs> Dulcet tones on the podcast. I would call nothing I do dulcet. There's no dulcet. Maybe the bird noises. Oh my gosh! On cue. (laughs) On cue. So, but hey, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We really, really, really do do appreciate it. We're on. We're over fifty episodes at this point, which is. Mm Magnanimous, and it's it really does mean a lot. Over ten thousand plays. Over ten thousand plays, which is those are getting into big number territory. So we're not even um, in a year yet. I know. I know. That's amazing. Yeah, and uh, uh, (laughs) this won't come out in time. But a couple weeks ago, we did a live thing at uh, uh, when you're listening to this. So we're kind of like talking proactively in the past. You've lost me. I know. We're mm. you and I are going to be live tomorrow night <laughs> at, go, yeah, at Brewdog, Brewdog. And in honor of Zaftig. In honor in honor of Zaftig, which is a little sideways, but <laughs> I think it's cool. they're welcoming them, them to the neighborhood. It's very nice. Yeah, yes, it's a pretty cool but gesture, so. for Zaftig, we're going to be at Brewdog, yes. and we're going to be recording beer. a podcast beer live and beer. And beer. that will air in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So if that is clear as mud for you. <laughs> Just listen, Keep an eye damn out it! For the, for the episode, I'm still lost on the iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, but we're done uh, now. Yes, we're done. We're done. Yeah. yeah, we've said thank you enough. Say thank you to people. To people. Thank, to people. thank you to people. Thank you to people. Thank nice. you. <laughs> Thanks, <Jen. laughs> we love the everyone. Salt zombies, everybody. Boxland Media. Think big.